Welcome back to the 12 Sided Guys. We have Matt playing the one time farmer, now full time harmer, Artis. Hoi hoi. Scott playing the patent leather sheen, whip toting red haired queen, Ember. That's me. Jordan playing the mustachioed older man, fighting evil with halberd in hand, Bert Bertram. Howdy do. Sabrina playing the once love struck bright eyed lad. Now with a backstory slightly more sad. Hop. Zoe, I mean. <clears throat> hey. So. Zoins. <laughs> <laughs> and me, Paul, just doing what I do because I love you. Me? <laughs> I love you all. I love you all. But it's time to check back in with the JV oh, team. That's less special. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Matt. I love you. Anyway, Awkward. It's, time to ch- <laughs> it's time to check back in with the JV team and see what they're up to. But first, just a quick reminder to go and check out our Discord server. You can chat with other fans and the players and me to discuss the podcast so far, share memes, chat about recent episodes or whatever. The link is in the description. Also, the usual stuff. Go tell your friends about us. Check out our Patreon. Rate and review us to help others find us. Help us get a Papa Murphy's pizza, etc. And don't forget, we're coming to Fanex this year. That's 2022 for all of you time travelers who are listening to us in the future, September 22nd to the 24th in Salt Lake City. We'll be hanging out, so come and meet us at our booth. Anyway, if your dad used to call you at the most inopportune times just to remind you of important things like to save your game and take a break, then this podcast is for you. It's the Crystal Codex, episode 67. To be fair, he also told you when he put money in your bank account. (laughs) That is true. It is a dark, crisp night as the oars of a small rowboat slap against the water, rowing towards a small island in the archipelago known as the Principality of Dathan, formerly the province of Lirin, we have four figures rowing towards a secluded beach, the only accessible point on this island as Bert, Ember, Artis, and Hop are on a mission. Five days ago, in the city of Marlek, in the Pessimist's Pint Tavern, uh, our four heroes of the JV team uh, were minding their own business when they decided to take on a job, a unique job. A, a man named Joram was looking for help getting out of a, a gang of sorts, a, a gang that used to be content with murder and crime and occasional mercenary work and has now gone the path of the zealot and is more interested in inevitability and this man Joram has asked for help getting out of this group because once you're in you're in for life 
So that is why Hop and Bert and Artis and Ember are now rowing towards this island to try to get Joram out of this predicament that he has found himself in. As we look at our four heroes in this rowboat, we see that time has changed them a bit. I, I mean, I think one of the biggest changes would be Hop. Um, so he went from being a very young turn turncoat kind of boyish figure um, to having a little bit of a haunted look behind his eyes over the last five years. Um, he's now got a thick beard, but on the left side of his face, like there's like a clear like patch of hair that can't quite grow because there's like a scar over his cheek um and the scar is in the shape of kind of like a couple of angel wings um and yeah he just looks a little bit more intense and a little bit less happy than uh than he did five years ago so bert is um rowing laboriously in this rowboat he looks quite a bit more gaunt His eyes are a bit more sunken. He has dark bags under them. His facial hair, he still has his large mustache, but it's also kind of joined now with, you know, multiple days of growth and, you know, pocked with much more gray than it ever did before. Um, He's still heavier set, um, generally speaking, but he looks like he's lost some weight but it doesn't look like it's necessarily like a healthy weight that he's lost. And uh, I would say this while he's rowing um, every now and then he will kind of cough to himself, kind of a, (coughs) and then he'll always side glance and look with a concerned look over at hop. Well, artists um, over the past five years, he has uh, gotten a little bit more, um, everybody's gotten kind of darker. Like this is like the, 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 the dark timeline and everybody's like grizzled. And, <laughs> anyway. and artist is no exception. He's, he now has actually um, taken to shaving his head completely. And he has, you know, just a little bit of stubble, a few days growth on his head and in his, uh, in his on his face, you can see that he is losing his hair. His hairline has gone back quite a bit. Um, but uh, where before he just was, you know, dressed in his farm clothes and he just had the one knife that he that he carried with him. Now you can see that he has um, a couple very interesting uh, weapons that you wouldn't have seen on him five years ago. You know, he's, he's wearing common clothes, but they look and they look pretty ratty and like he's been wearing them a lot. But they are, they're pretty um, rugged clothes as well. So um, but no longer just like. He's not wearing his farm overalls anymore. Well, Ember's not from the dark timeline, I don't think. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, As far as as, uh, Ember goes, she's in her mid-30s now. Um, Still uh, long red hair. She does tie... um, She has a couple of braids that she she does um, in, in her hair as well. And she has a very pretty bow that she ties to those braids. Um... She's dressed largely the same. She does have a lot of leathers, but she is wearing some fine coats over those. So not just leathers anymore. But other than that, she's largely the same. All right. As you row towards this uh, small island, you guys have been informed that um, this group 
This man, Joram, is trying to get out of this group. This group has called themselves the Angels Mercenaries. They have taken to this idea of inevitability that um, at least the letter that you got, um, that's not what Joram signed up for years and years ago. He's been with this group for a long time. And ever since the shattering, this group has become more and more zealous in their following of Iramil as well as inevitability. And um, Joram wants out. I think... I think that's pretty much all you would know, except for um, he asked you to come and help him sneak away. And if you can get him away um, safely, he will give you all of the treasure that he has managed to squirrel away from this group over the past uh, many, many years. And the rowboat gently thunks against the beach as our four heroes of the JV team step out onto a grassy, um, kind of rocky beach in the dark, in the middle of the night. Um, from where you guys are, you guys, you can tell you're on the south side of this island and there are trees a little ways up the beach and you can see that there is a, some sort of like a wooden platform um, further like north on the edge of the tree, some kind of a, like a lookout um, tower or platform uh and so the first thing i need for the four of you to do is to make perception checks so artist still is not proficient in perception checks but his passive is 19 i'll make a perception <laughs> check though <laughs> oh my gosh ember got a nine a hop rolled a 14 artist got a 21 and bert got an eight as, as you all get out of the um, out of the the boat, it is quite dark here, and and amongst the trees, it's hard to see um, clearly. You can make out that little structure, but Artis, uh, you've got your you still got your Crystal Tech goggles, don't you? Yeah, yeah. So as you are kind of looking up the beach towards that platform, you can see um, amongst the shadows of these trees, you can actually see that there are a few figures that are moving around um, amongst the trees. It looks like up on that platform, you can see there are uh, two figures. One of them appears to be um, armored because you can see a little glint off of some some steel. Um, and then there's another figure that is um, has a crossbow over their shoulder. And then um, around the base of this platform, you can see two figures that are kind of cloaked and um, uh, against the wind and against the cold of the night. Uh, but they are kind of um, keeping a watch on this beach. And at this point, Artis, with your 21, you don't think that they have seen you. All right. Uh, I'll turn to everybody and very quietly I'll say, they, they've got people already out there. I don't think they've seen us yet, but there seems to be somebody in armor. There's an archer there with a with the crossbow, or an obelisk, whatever you call them. And then there's, uh, there's two others, but they haven't seen us yet. I think I can sneak around and maybe get behind the armored one. But uh, be prepared for a fight if we go straight in. I'm, I'm not much for sneaking. So um, I might leave that to you. But if you need me to create a diversion, I bet you I can do that pretty well. I can assist you with a diversion if you need. Yeah, a diversion might be more my strength as well. <laughs> if I'm being honest. <laughs> All right. So what, what, what do you guys say? Okay, give me two minutes i'll sneak around i'll try to get up behind the armored one and as soon as i hear your diversion or see it or whatever i'll take that opportunity to uh to make my attack and then you can come in and support me from the front sound good 
yeah, I reckon that's probably good. If we can pull a few of them away from there and have them come see and investigate, we might be able to get the jump on a couple of them. And then you'd have better odds with whoever was left. All right, I think I can do it. I think I can handle it, yeah. All right. Hop, my boy, Ember, what if you guys were to take cover there in them trees and I can just see if I can holler? They're going to probably be a little bit more lenient about a lost old man in a rowboat. <laughs> As you say, we'll be nearby. All right. So you guys, so the way that we're looking at this area, it looks like um, there's some trees uh, to the north and more trees to the uh, to the east. The west, at least here on the southern part of this area, is kind of this uh, this uh, cove, this little natural harbor. Um, so it's it's water down here on the on the uh, southwest edge of this map. But Hop and Ember are going to head over to the east into the trees. Is that what I heard? Yep. All right. Well, Artis is going to go sneak around. Yep. I'm going to attempt a stealth check. Why don't you make a stealth check? That's a 30. Oh, my Holy God. Holy cow. <laughs> Dude, You that's immediately awesome. disappear into smoke. <laughs> Ninja, <laughs> finish. <laughs> exactly. With a 30? Okay. I will say, um, Artis, you pick where you want to be on this map. There is no way. You know what? Tell you what. I will roll for each of these. The only way they will detect you is with a natural 20. Ooh, one of them came really close with a 19. But no, nobody detects you, artist. You can get right where you want as you sneak around very carefully and quietly. Um, where does artist end up? So artist actually ends up up on the platform directly behind the armored woman. Fantastic. All right. And now, so Artis is up there and he's just waiting for the signal, whatever the signal will be. All right. Kaka. <laughs> Bert um, loudly kind of bangs the boat against the shore and is singing to himself. I'll sit right back in here, tail, tail of a tiny ship. Have one dude out in the ocean at night. Going on a fishing trip. No wonder Bert and Pine got along. Um, Bert, I'm out here fishing in the boat. Don't know what's on this island. Oh my god! <laughs> so just kind of going about around here near the boat, very loudly gathering wood, like he has no idea where he is, and he's just going to try to create a fire and in here hopes I that it pulls. You were the bard, Ember. <laughs> 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 oh man, that's great. <laughs> oh. All right. Yeah, as you start to sing, you can see um uh Artis, you are right behind this armored figure and um she um she calls down quietly to the uh figures that are down on the, uh underneath the platform and she says, "Quick, go see what that what that's all about." And then these two uh cloaked and shrouded figures, they start moving uh not necessarily sneaking, but they start moving up uh, kind of slowly and carefully towards um, towards Bert, leaving Artis with this armored figure as well as this other um, figure with the crossbow up here on the platform. Okay, I don't think that that's the signal yet. I'm going to wait for this for the, the sound of commotion from over there. Okay. These figures continue to move south towards you, Bert. They are converging on you, one kind of more on the right and one kind of more on the left. Um, I, I need um, Ember and uh, Hop to make stealth checks. You can make them with advantage because it is dark, um, but this is to see how well you guys are hidden in those trees. 
All right. With advantage, Hop rolled a 16. With advantage, Ember got a 22. Okay. And their passive perception is terrible. Okay. All right. Um, Bert, these two figures keep continuing coming up closer to you. They stop about 10 feet away from you. One a little bit more to your left and one a little bit more to your right. One of them says, all right, old man, what you doing here? Oh, oh, are you sneaking right up on me? My goodness. What are you lads doing out in here? Is this where all the good fishing is? Oh, uh, sit fishing's... right back in my little boat and try to catch a fish. And I'm just kind of going about walking this way, kind of towards the woods where they're hiding, just picking up sticks on the ground like I'm building a fire. Make a deception check. Okay. <laughs> oh, and let's see I, how this goes. You know what? Goes. Because you actually sang, I will say do it with advantage. Oh, he yeah. so much, too. Like, he committed. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh, oh, gosh. gosh. <laughs> I rolled a two and a seven. So, okay. Bert got a seven. I'm guessing his, his halberd, like, under his cloak, planks <laughs> on the ground or something. So one of them starts stepping towards you, and he's like, all right, old man, get back in the boat. This ain't your island. And then the other one says, wait, he's got he's got a weapon. And then um, we are going to actually roll initiative at this point. Artist, you heard them say that he's got a weapon. So let's go ahead and roll some initiative. Ember got a 16. Hop rolled a 20. Artist rolled a 24. I think all of my good pine rolls had just been building up for this time to play artist. <laughs> what did Bert get? I am trying to figure that out. For some reason, it gave him advantage on his initiative roll, but I don't know that he has anything that would give him advantage on an initiative roll. It was either a 14 or a 16, so it's basically in the same position. Yeah, that's fair enough. Okay, we'll go with 16 then. Awesome. At the top of the round, we have Artis with a 24. You are standing behind this armored figure. She heard the commotion as well as she levels her spear. Okay, Artis is wielding a hog splitter and he is going to take two strikes on her with his big old hog. And if you don't know what a hog splitter is, it's basically, think of like a cleaver, like a butcher's cleaver that's twice as big and also has a long handle so you can wield it two-handed if you need to but it's a butcher's tool. Uh, so I'll take two attacks. Wait, what does it, What does a hog splitter, what do they use it for? <laughs> <laughs> Imagine a weapon that can do that. That's basically what you have, a big, a big cleaver that can do that. Yes, exactly. Dicing vegetables. Yes, it's, it's, it's uh, a reflavored battle ax, so. So what I'm gonna say is because um, they're not surprised, but they don't know you're there, I will give you advantage on your first attack. Okay. Then the first attack is going to be a dirty 20 to hit. That will hit. All right, and then the damage is going to be only six, because I'm wielding it two-handed. Then the second attack, without advantage, is going to be just a 10. That will miss. Um, and then I'm gonna follow that up with my bonus action. I'm gonna go ahead and do a jab. 27. That will hit. For five more bludgeoning damage. Okay. And I'm going to go for a throat punch. All right. So that's a constitution save? Yes. And it's a DC 16. Ooh, she only rolled a 12. Is she stunned? She is stunned. I also forgot 
that he has a new ability called You're Mine. And so uh, he's gonna get out, You're Mine, and uh, do an extra D4 of damage on one of those attacks. Oh man, okay. That's another four damage. Nice. So Artist did a total of 15 damage, but you stunned the armored figure. Not gonna lie, the strongest bad guy on the field right now. All right, well, Hop, it is your turn. You are hiding in the bushes. You see these two figures approaching Bert. One of them goes to grab a short sword from their waist, um, and it is your turn. I will run out and I will attack the figure closest to Bert. Okay. Um, and I will, I think I'll attack with my javelin. Okay. Without any magic. And that was a nat 20 for a 26 to <laughs> oh hit. Oh my God. Um, and then okay. I'm going to. Use nice. my divine smite with that, obviously as well. But um... yeah, well, here let's see. You did a you did a, a critical hit, which means that you rolled a three on your d six plus two. So that's six. Pl- uh, that's three plus three plus two. You deal you deal eight damage before the smite. Right, and then the smite was two d eight. Oh gosh, and how much was that then? And don't sound so sad, Paul. <laughs> no, it's fine. Uh, it was actually only eight. So that's uh, 8 plus 8, that's 16 damage? Yes. You run up and you smite this guy and he he falls to the ground dead. Just dead. You got him no problem. Smoted. <laughs> nice work, my boy. <laughs> you have another attack and you have some more move too. You can move another like 20 feet. Yeah, no, Hop will go up to the other um, person and will strike at them as well. I guess also with the javelin, but also without the lightning part of it. Uh, For a 15 to hit. That will hit. So that was for uh, three damage. Three damage. And I think that's that's all I'll do for now, actually. That's fine. Okay. All right, you dealt three damage to this. You took out one in one hit, and then the other one you dealt three damage to, and it's now Bert's turn. Um, Bert scoops up the the gob kebab, Paul Bird, (laughs) and... Kind of swings into action right here next to Hop, and kind of loudly says, "Nice work, boy!" And he's gonna go ahead and have a couple of attacks at the remaining individual. Okay. First attack is a twenty to hit. That'll hit. Eleven slashing damage. Okay. And this guy also, you you hit this guy on the shoulder, and he just crumples to the ground dead. Cool. And then congratulations, the rest of- these guys are challenge rating one eight. Nice, yeah. I love it. Bert, you know, hacks at him once. The guy drops, and he's like, <coughs> "All right, let's get the next ones." And I'm gonna go ahead and move a little ways up towards the uh, the rest of the fight. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. All right. Ember, it is your turn. You can see that these two um, these two figures that were down here closer to you, they are dead. Um, but there are still two figures up on that platform, as well as Artis, who seems to have stunned one of them. All right. Ember is going to... She's currently pretty far away from the rest of the fight, so she's going to uh, move, move. So or her action will also be moving to get within just about 30 feet of the other fight that was going on on the north side of the map. And and that's all that I can do. All right. That brings us now to the uh, armored figure. She is stunned and cannot do anything until the end of Artis's next turn. 
And that brings us now to the bandits who are both dead. And last but not least with initiative one, we have the guy with the crossbow. He looks and sees what's been going on and then he sees Ember come rushing up towards him. He's gonna take a shot with the crossbow at Ember and that is gonna be a 14 to hit. That will miss. Okay, then he's going to drop the crossbow and as he moves towards Artist with a mace, he's gonna take a swing at Artist. Artist does a natural one hit you. Surprisingly, yeah. <laughs> All right. All right, that's round one. That's gonna bring us back up to the top with Artist. Artist, you have this stunned armored figure in front of you and you have this kind of grizzled um, old warrior uh, standing next to the armored figure who just tried to hit you with a mace. Well, because I already stunned the armored figure, but also I've declared that you're mine to her. I'm gonna focus my attacks on her. Okay. 17 to hit? A 17 will hit, yes. Okay, so that is seven damage plus a d4 is another two, so that's nine damage. Okay. Second attack, it's a, a natural 20. Whoa, there we go. So that is 13 plus eight is 21 damage. Nice. And then bonus action, I'm going to go ahead and do another, well this time I'm gonna do a cross. Okay. That's 22 to hit, and that will be for another nine damage. Wow, whittling her down. She is no longer stunned. Okay, That is that your whole turn? That will be my whole turn, oh. There's one more thing I forgot to do. Sorry. Uh, new character, who dis? Um, <laughs> um, so I have an ability where if somebody attacks at me and they miss, um, I can use my reaction to make them hit somebody else within five feet of me. So you're gonna do that? You're gonna do that to the thug guy? Yeah, can I make, can I make sorry, can we go back and just make the thug have hit her with the, uh, the mace instead of me? Sure thing, that's not, that's not a problem. Okay. Uh, that's gonna be, oh yeah, yeah, I just dealt another, uh, another seven damage to her. Nice. Okay, Hop, you are up. Okay, Hop is going to run as far forward as they can. I think I won't quite get there, but he's gonna get as close to the action as possible. Yeah, so you're gonna do like a move and then a dash. Yeah, you can get like 60 feet up there. So you can see, you're much closer now to the platform. Uh, the artist is on, um, but yeah, you can't you can't actually make any moves. And that brings us now to Bert. Bert, what are you gonna do? All right, I'm gonna take the dash action and I'm gonna move up to about, I think I'm still about 15, 20 feet from the platform, but closer. All right, and that brings us now to Ember. All right, Ember will run 30 feet forward and she will get within range of uh, the one that dropped a crossbow and she will take um, two attacks with her whip. Ooh, sexy. That's right. The first one is a 27 to hit for 12 slashing damage. Okay. And the second one is probably a miss. The second one's an 11 to hit. That will actually hit. Really? Oh. For nine more slashing damage. And that will be her turn. Okay. Awesome. All right, that now brings us to the armored figure. The armored figure is going to, now that they are no longer stunned, um, she levels her spear at Artis 
and she barks to this thug next to her. Go, get to the camp. Warn them that there's somebody here. And she's going to attack at Artis um, three times. One time with her shield. So first off, the shield attack. That is going to be a 22. Does that hit? Yes. Okay, uh, that is going to deal nine damage, and I need you to make a strength save difficulty 15. That's only an 11. You fall prone, and these next two attacks are coming at you with advantage as she stabs at you with her spear. The first one is going to be a 24. Ember's going to call out and say, don't you strike at him while he's down and cast silvery barbs so that she does it so that she has to reroll it and take the lower number. Rerolled it and got an 18. Does that hit? That is my armor class. Oh, no. Okay. okay. Oh, so close. But um, you get you get uh, advantage on your next roll, Matt. Okay. You get 15 damage from that first strike. And now the second strike with advantage is going to be a 19 to hit. Yep. That is only going to be eight damage that time. Okay. That, I'm hurting. <laughs> I mean, I'm at half hit points, so. Oh, man. And that brings us now to the Brute. The Brute is going to take two swings at you with their mace artist. Uh, with advantage, that's a 17 to hit. That will miss. I'm going to use my reaction to make the brute hit the lady. Okay. Dealing how much damage? Whatever the weapon is. It just makes the attack against her instead. Gotcha. Um, That's going to be uh, eight damage to her. And he's going to take a second swing at you. Uh, That's going to be uh, 22 to hit. And that's going to be seven more damage. And then this thug, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, uh, 30, uh, starts to run towards the camp. And just so you guys are aware of the map, this thug jumps down off this platform and starts running. This thug is on the edge of the the north edge of the map, like literally one space away. If they get one more space, so on their next turn, um, they will be out of combat and heading towards the camp. So if that changes what you guys are going to do. That brings us now to the top of the round. Again, we have Artis with his initiative of 24. All right, so Artis has a special ability where I can get up five feet of movement and I will take from my back another weapon that you didn't see him holding before. And uh, I'll pull out my auto crossbow prototype and take two shots at the fleeing brute. Okay, Edgar, make your attacks. (laughs) Uh, The first one's a 25 to hit. Okay, yep. For 11 damage. Okay. As that first bolt goes flying, the second bolt is about to go uh, flying as you see the the thug drops. You've got exactly their hit points. Okay, and it's on the bandolier, so I'll let it drop and it goes back behind my back and I'll take another couple attacks, just just unarmed. Okay. So uh, crit on a jab. Oh my gosh. So that's uh, 10 damage total. Okay. And then for my bonus action, I'm going to do a cross. Okay. That's a 20, dirty 20 to hit for five more damage. That will hit. Connect. Very good. This uh, this armored figure, she is taking quite a bit of damage. All right. Awesome. All right. Uh, that brings us now to Hop. Hop, what are you going to do? I think Hop is going to run up to this person 
and try to attack maybe not with le lethal force, but attack with their uh, javelin. Okay. For a 20 to hit. That will hit. And then how hurt are they looking? They are bloodied, so they are definitely past half hit points. Okay. So the first one will be a four damage. And then they'll just hit again with their, their javelin. <laughs> um, for 23 to hit. Yep, that'll hit. And then that's going to do three damage. And then they will do their binding smite. And so we'll roll another 2d8. Okay. For an extra nine damage. Wow. Okay. All right. Um, it is now Bert's turn. All right. Bert will kind of move up towards the platform as well. And with a little bit of distance, he'll go ahead and make some attacks with his gob kebab. Okay. First attack is an, only a nine to hit, so that's going to probably miss. That will miss, yeah, yeah. Second attack is a 19 to hit. That will hit. Yes, all right. And then for damage, 10 slashing damage. And then he'll move in just a little bit closer and come in with the Polearm Master bonus attack with the butt of the weapon. Okay. She is reeling. She is barely standing. Oh, I only rolled a 10 to hit with that one. And she still manages to lean aside as the butt of your halberd goes flying past her face. All right. Bringing us to Ember. All right. Ember will step up to her, hands on her hips, and just say, how very dare you attack my friends? <laughs> and um, the words will do um, <laughs> psychic damage. She's got to make a DC 18 wisdom save. Whoa. DC 18 wisdom? Oh, that, that fails big time. So she takes 10 psychic damage. Wow. Okay. And that is enough. She had one hit point left. Oh, man. <laughs> and she, you and shouted she her down to death. That's amazing. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> and she falls down dead. Let's cue victory music. <laughs> there are now four dead figures here on this beach. Ember will look at artists and and ask, "How are you feeling? Are you okay?" No, I'm not. I've been I've been speared a couple times. Yeah. Well, maybe this will help. And she'll pull out uh, a poultice and kind of rub it on some of your wounds, and you'll get uh, 17 hit points back. That's nice. That's really nice. Thank you. Thank you, Ember. If if you need more, just let me know. All right. Um, we didn't to do any like shopping trips or anything so i don't have any healing potions uh okay <laughs> to be fair until recently you guys weren't even adventuring i don't think I just, yeah it's true if you need more i can i can uh do it again uh let's go ahead and hold off maybe i'll try to just uh stay a little bit further back next time okay walk it off bud but let's get these bodies in the woods Let's, or like toss them in the water. I hear you have to put rocks in them for them to actually sink. <laughs> have you been talking to Nari? I, I think she told me that once. <laughs> oh, it's just man. common knowledge. Who's Nari? <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Yeah, so I'm just trying to stash the bodies somewhere. I mean, obviously okay. there's blood all over this platform, so anybody comes to the lookout point to relieve these <laughs> guards, they're going to see the blood, but yeah. maybe they go looking for the for the people instead of running off to warn anybody. Yeah, we can do it real quick and then move on. 
Yeah, I can drag a person or two off, off the track. <laughs> okay. Awesome. You guys kind of clear out these bodies. Um, you guys can see that from this platform heading further north up into the woods, there is a path of sorts. It's a little bit, um, it's, it's faint and in the darkness, it's a little bit hard to follow, but you figure if you take your time, you can follow it and probably take you right to the camp of the, um, the angels mercenaries. All right. So, uh, should I lead the way? I can go like, uh, you know, 20 feet ahead or whatever. And I could just try to be, uh, try to be stealthy. Pick the way carefully. My my boots are these heels are a little bit high for this. Why do you wear heels? Come on. I mean, I forgot what it was like to travel with you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know how it goes. At least your clothes aren't catching the light anymore. They used to be just so shiny. Yes, I I did take that into account when I when I saw my my tailor last time. Oh, you. I mean, you look good. I mean, Hop, man, what happened to him? Hey, Hop, what happened to you? <laughs> <laughs> go easy on the boy. I'm sure he's had a hard go of it. No, nothing good has happened, that's for sure. <laughs> I also couldn't oh, help no. but notice he was pulling his punches. Just trying to keep this one alive. We don't. We can't leave survivors here. We got to have a clean entrance and a clean exit. All right? If you, if you say so. All right. You guys are moving through the woods. Um, you travel for just a few minutes, maybe five, six minutes, before you start to see um, some light and shadow flickering through the trees, and you imagine you are coming close to the camp of these angels mercenaries. Um, as you approach the camp, you can see that there is a um, like a wooden um, kind of a palisade or a fence that is set up um, here on the south edge of the camp because you are approaching from the south. But you can see that there are some fires, uh, some fire pits. There's some tents. Um, and as you kind of uh, take cover behind these, uh, these fences, um, you can see there's a cart um, with some goods, um, probably pilfered or stolen. Um, and uh, that is where we are at right now. At this point, we have Artis and uh, Bert and Ember who are kind of hiding behind one fence and Hop is kind of on the other side of the path behind a, a smaller section of fence. And you don't think you've been seen at this point. You can hear um, talk and voices. Why don't you guys make perception checks? Man, this is where all my good rolls are going. I got a 19. <laughs> Hop got a 21. Bert also got a 21. Ember got a 7. Um, Ember can't hear anything over the squeaking of her leather. But artists and Bert and Hop, as you guys approach... Um, you can hear some voices talking at um, one of these fire pits that you guys can't see where from where you're at, but you guys can you, you can see the light from them. Um, and uh, you hear these two people talking, and one of them is saying, "I can't believe that Jerem's trying to to leave us." And the other voice says, "I know he's been with us for so long. I I thought he'd be proud to be one of the angels' mercenaries." And then the other voice says, "No." No longer angels mercenaries. Now, now we're the winged hand, and that's what you hear. You guys would know too that the winged hand, like um, not necessarily what that means, but that the symbol of Iramil was a hand with wing, a wing on either side. I guess uh, artists will look to Bert as kind of like the de facto leader. Well, um, do we know exactly where we're supposed to meet up with this guy? I mean, we can we can bust in here and start cracking heads, but I get the feeling that that might not be the best idea. 
Why don't you guys make some insight checks? I just got a 21. Uh, Bert got a 19. Ember got a 5. Hop got a 7. Well, Artis and Bert, as you guys are kind of hearing this conversation and kind of trying to decide what to do, you guys both get the distinct impression that you guys were supposed to sneak in here and help him, like, sneak away. But it sounds like the other members of this group know that he was planning on leaving, which doesn't sound like it was part of the plan. It sounds like this is no longer a sneak-in, sneak-out mission. It sounds like it's a rescue now. I, th- I reckon you're right. Well, life's short. Might as well live an exciting one. Let's go do this. <laughs> I can't see where they are right now. Is, is there a group of them gathered together anywhere? Sounds like they're just on the other side of the wall near a fire talking. So uh, it's going to be well lit when we get in there. If anybody wants to try to peek around, you guys can make a stealth check, and then I'll let you guys peek around the wall. I mean, I could give it a shot, but I have imposed disadvantage because of my chain mail. I'll take a look. I'll take a look. All right. <laughs> Thank you for that. Uh, that's a natural 20 for a 32. Holy <laughs> oh crap. Nice. Did he turn into um, Batman and just go, like, just you turn and he's gone? I am vengeance. <laughs> Honestly, I didn't think this was going to be that great of a combination, but I took one level in a different class for level nine for artists. Oh and it's gosh. working out pretty well. Um, as artist says, I'll do it. I'll look. Suddenly you look over and artist is like cartwheeling away through the bushes. And all of a sudden artist <laughs> is over here hiding behind a wagon, just like, um, almost like a tumbler in the gymnastics routine. And then just lands behind the wagon and peeks up over and artist at this point, you can see very clearly the camp. I want you to make a perception check and then I'll tell you what you see. There we go. There's a bad roll. It's a 10. <laughs> Okay, so what you see, you see that there's a few tents in here, like four tents, but then there's one kind of nicer tent. It is um, like red and white striped. It's a little bit bigger. It looks um, looks more like a um, military tent of some kind. The other ones just look kind of like a normal camping tent. You can see that sitting at one of the fires, there is an armored um, uh, armored man and an armored woman that are having a conversation. Those are the two that you were that you were uh, that you heard talking before. Um, you can see there's some lanterns around the camp. But you can also see that in the center of this uh, ring of tents, there are two cages. And um, in one of the cages, you can see in the shadows, um, a small figure um, is in the, uh, the cage. And with your 10 perception, that's all you see. All right. Uh, so it could be a kennel with like a guard dog in it, or it could be the prisoner we're looking for. Uh, yeah, oh, I should I should mention that there was also a description um, of of uh, Joram. Um, Joram is small, short, like three and a half feet tall, um, dark hair, beard and mustache, an older kind of um, early middle aged man, um, like maybe like 40, 45, somewhere in there. Um, but yeah, um, but small and, uh, and dark haired. All right, so then I will cartwheel back over. Sorry, <laughs> round off back handspring, back layout. There you go. Uh, there you go. Into, back over to my, to my friends. Perfect. All right, you're back behind the wall then. All right, and I'll say, all right, I saw there's two armored by the fire, and then I saw some cages. I don't know if they were kennels or if, they was like, uh, if that may be where they're keeping him, but... Um, uh, right now it looks like there's just two. So if we go quickly, I think we could take them. Um, and I don't know, does anybody have the ability to make it silent right around them? Ember? 
Um, no, I, I don't. I mean, I can turn invisible, but that, that's about the extent of that. I was planning on using that on, on our friend here that we're trying to rescue. Oh, that's a good idea, yeah. Well, we can always try to sneak up to those cages and get a closer look, see if he's in there or not. But, I mean, um, you, I mean, you're pretty sneaky, right? You're- yes, I, I'll follow you. It seems like you're vanishing every time I turn around. I, I just, I mean... I've been working on my tumbling, apparently. <laughs> I'm amazed that you didn't even brush one branch or bush with all of that jumping around. Well, that's why I did a layout instead of a tuck. It's because I could then do the layout. I was able to go between two branches. Um, and that tuck, I would have been too tight. You know, have you, have you ever considered dancing? I might be able to I, find a job for you. You know, I used to dance, but not anymore. Not since, you know, the divorce. Well, are you saying, are you, saying, are you, you saying you're never going to dance again? You can dance if you want to, you know. You, know you can what? leave your friends behind. I think I will leave my friends behind. Stay here. And I'll do a, uh, another stealth check, I guess, to go maybe go out to the to the right this time. Okay, sure. Through some of the trees, yeah. Uh, and I'll say, follow me, Ember. I got a 24 stealth. And Ember followed with a 21 stealth. Okay, perfect. Uh, let me let me roll. Make some rolls here, real quick. Actually, we'll do we'll do passive passive uh, perception. Okay, as you guys move out to the right, kind of through some of these trees. Uh, so, if, if you're looking at the ring of tents, that nicer tent is um, on the right side of the ring of of uh, of the tents, and that is kind of uh, you're heading out to the right side of the uh, of the map as well. So. Um, you'll, you'll be heading towards that tent if you go up towards the camp. Okay, as I pa- as I pass Hop, I'm going to pat him on the shoulder and I'm and I'm going to say, "I'm sorry, I was a little harsh there. It's been hard, you know, since the divorce." <laughs> I shouldn't be laughing because that is so sad. But no, I mean, it just I'm you know. There, so a lot has happened in five years, and I'm trying to figure out a way to, to tell you guys. No, that's perfect. To tell the it's listeners perfect. what he's been through. Divorce. Uh, anyway. Yes. Oh, uh, so basically, um, uh, yeah. So Artis is going to try to come sneaking up here around through the trees, up kind of around the fancy tent, over to the cages to get a better look. Yeah, and Ember's following. So um, as you guys come around, you guys are kind of standing by that nicer tent. I'm going to have artists make a perception check. This is different than the one he made before. And Ember, I'm going to have you make a perception check as well. Artist rolled an 11. Okay. Ember rolled a 7. <laughs> All right. Um, you guys can see that there is a small figure, but it's just too dark to see um, kind of what is in that cage uh, in the center of camp. And you can see those two figures. They are, they are continuing to talk around that campfire, those two armored figures. Now, I can do something to distract them, but it, it might be noisy. I don't know if there's anyone in these tents. I think we probably need to err on the side of caution. There's probably like, I don't know, four or five in the tents, maybe. It might be better used in the tent then. So I'll, I'll hold off. It's very unladylike. So I'm, I'm hesitant to even tell you what I'm going to do. Are you going to fart? <laughs> no. <laughs> You'll see. Are you going to hotbox him in the tent? Is that what you're going to do? Are you going to Dutch oven? <laughs> I would never, but it is along those same lines. We used to call that the covered wagon. 
All right. Well, what's going to happen? We've got Hop and uh, and uh, Bert are way back uh, on the south end of the camp. We got Artist and Ember way over here on the on the east end of the camp. Can you send a message to them so that we can go go further around behind and we can like sandwich these two armored people? Yes, yes, I can. Give me a moment. Um, I have to prepare some things, and uh, I didn't flavor it yet, but she does have sending. Oh, sending. I was hoping for like message, but now if you don't got that, that's okay. No, I, I don't have message, but I do have sending. And this is a one shot. I'll get all my spells back the next time we get together. <laughs> it's true, but that's a third level spell. <laughs> uh, okay. All right. So you just kind of let Bert or Hop know kind of that you guys are going to go around to the north side of the camp then? Yes. Um, Bert and Hop. Um, well, I guess Hop can only hear this. But, uh, tell Bert. Oh, how many words is that? Um, <laughs> Wait for, wait for our signal. Like, you're at like 15. <laughs> wait for our signal. You, you'll know when to come around the fence. I, I don't know how many words. And that's it. You're done. <laughs> Hop will kind of turn to Bert and relay that confusedly. <laughs> well, okay. All right. So I think what we're, what I think uh, artists is and, and Amber would go do is basically... Uh, just go to the just to the north of the two armored figures, and then come at them from the north. Oh, I was gonna poke my head into the tent. Oh, oh, right. Okay, check it out first, and then we'll 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 see about going. Okay. And Ember's gonna try and poke her head into the tent. So your stealth before was a twenty-one. Uh, for this yeah. specific maneuver, I want you to roll another stealth. That's fine. I rolled a twenty-four. Nice. All right. As you peek in, you can see um, that um, there is a uh, a small cot um, and there is a little desk and there is a chair. And sitting in the chair, you see this older man. In fact, I would call him old. Um, he is got a white beard. He's got armor on, but you can see like on his skin, he's got like different like tattoos and markings and stuff all over his skin, different symbols, different kind of arcane or religious symbols. Hard to tell. His back is to you and he's writing something. Um, and you can see that um, up on the wall um, in his tent, um, he's got this like banner and the banner um, at the top, it says um, winged hand and underneath it, it says angels mercenaries. All right but he did not notice you. Okay, okay. I'll um, go back and, and stand next to Artis. Okay. There's only one person in there. But he's a little bit f formidable, it looks like. Really? I got the impression that maybe he was really old. <laughs> well, I, how old are you again? What's wrong with being old? <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, awesome. Early forties. It's all. Oh, we're that. We're not that much apart then. Um, well, he's older than us. Okay. Well, do you think we should still try to take out the armored people, or do you think we should try to go in the tent and take out this uh, guy? Perhaps you and why don't you and and the other two try and take on uh, the ones that are outside? I'll I'll see what I can't do to distract this one inside. Sounds good. All right. So, uh, will you, what you do to distract him? Will that be the signal? Yes. Okay. All right. I'm going to move to the north. Show me your path, if you don't mind me asking. I want to know kind of what you're going to do. Are you going to go completely like, like circle all the way around the camp? Or are you going to kind of try to sneak through by the, by the, by the uh, cage or what? Okay. Sorry. My path is going to be like this. 
like that. <laughs> What's that, Dig Dug? All of our listeners All right. over there. <laughs> All right, so you kind of sneak back outside of the camp, outside of the Ring of Fire and, and torches and stuff, and you sneak over um, closer to the armored figures, avoiding the center of this camp. All right, there we are. So we have Artis more on the north west side by the two armored figures we have ember on the north uh, east side by the tent with the older gentleman inside and we have hop and bert who are down at the southern end of this camp be hiding behind a fence all right ember's gonna walk into the tent sneakily yes okay and cast suggestion on the guy okay and what does this person need to do wisdom save what wisdom save dc 18 Okay, got to roll an 11 on this d20 here. Come on. Oh, that's a 22. No. Okay, well, um, Artis, it didn't work. <laughs> okay, we are going to roll <laughs> initiative as this person stands up and says, Winged hand to arms. Hop rolled an eight. Ember <laughs> rolled a three. Artist rolled a seven. Ember got a 17. Wow. Oh, golly. Not our best initiative rolls, guys. Well, to be fair, theirs aren't that great either. Yours are all, your your D20s were all 10 or higher. Yes, they were. <laughs> you know me, though. I roll great, um, except for when it comes to dealing damage, and then I can't kill you guys. Hallelujah. All right, we are now at the top of the initiative. And the first thing that happens is these two armored figures that are sitting by the fire, the one on the right stands up and she draws her spear and her shield and she looks over at Ember at the tent. And she comes rushing over to help out uh, her leader. There's going to be an attack with a shield first at Ember and that is gonna be a 19 to hit. Oh, that hits. Okay, roll a strength save. Difficulty um, 15. Yes. This is not good. Um, you're going to take seven damage. <gasps> I rolled a nat 20, so I got a 19. <laughs> nice. So you, you don't get knocked down, which means that these next two attacks with the spear do not have advantage. So the first one is going to be a 21. Oh, that hits. That's going to be 11 damage. And the second one is going to be a 19. That also hits. That's going to be um, uh, nine damage. I am hurting, guys. <laughs> oh my gosh, you guys. <laughs> Ember, it's your turn. All right. Ember is going to... Um, she's not going to disengage. She's just going to move south just, just a little bit. And she's going to... So she's still going in to, their threat range. Yeah, still in their threat okay. range. Yeah, not leaving their threat range. She's going to um, put her fingers over her mouth and just say, excuse me. And she's going to burp like really, really loud. <laughs> and this massive cloud comes out of her mouth and fills a 20-foot sphere. Oh, my gosh. And everyone inside the sphere has to make a DC 18 constitution save. And I'm hoping to center it so that it hits both of them and not me. But oh, yeah. if I have to get into it, too, I guess that's fine. No, that's easy. That's easy enough. Okay. That's easy enough. Now, does it stick around? Do I need to make something for the map or is it just like a yeah, one-shot one thing? It uh, As long as I'm concentrating on it, it sticks around. 
I was so close. I figured it was probably something really gross and gassy. That whole northeast corner now is under this cloud. They had to make constitution saves, you said? Constitution DC 18. DC 18. So here's for the the uh, woman. She rolled a natural 18. And then here's for the older leader. He rolled a natural 20. No way. Boom. Come on. Boom. Hey. Boom. hey, I am sorry. I am sorry, but you guys got to remember in the random saved game, you guys hosed Yakra with two crits. So, um, so eat it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I'm I'm not gonna do controlling spells next. I'll 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 come strong next time. It is now this older uh, this older man's turn. He steps out of the tent um, close to you, um, Ember. He has a maul, like a big two-handed hammer over his shoulder. And he steps up next to you, and he just says, don't move. I need you to make a wisdom save, difficulty 15. Oh, that's going to be hard. Oh, but I rolled an 18, so I got 19. Oh, my, oh my gosh. Yeah, you so can take hold, that, Paul. You can take that, too. Yeah. Okay, fine. The hold person spell does not work. <laughs> and nobody's taking any damage yet at least on my side, so we are good to go. Okay, that was his turn. It is now the other armored figure's turn. He is going to stand up and make a perception check. Um, he can't spot Artis with that. He rolled a natural 13, so his perception is just gonna be a 14. Um, so he doesn't see Artis, but he knows that something is going on. He can't get to Ember in time to, in with enough room to make an attack, so instead he's gonna come stand here by the cages um, and ready an attack for anyone who comes close to the cages there in the center of the camp. And that is now going to be Hop's turn. Hop, you are up. Okay, Hop is going to actually run up next to Ember, um, and he is going to lay his hands on her and give her a blessing, uh, giving her 20 HP. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> is that Hop's whole turn? Yeah, I think for now that's what that's what Hop's gonna do, and he's just gonna be prepared for a fight here. All right, um, Artis, it is your turn. You are still on this north uh, northwest edge of the camp. You can see there's a, a, a armored figure standing by the cages in the middle of camp, and then there's a lot going on over by Ember on the on the east side. Artis will pull out his uh, auto crossbow prototype. The auto crossbow is a magical light crossbow that um, doesn't have the loading property, so you can shoot however many attacks you have in a round. And also it has the ability where if you are standing still, so you don't take a move action that round, you can fire another bolt as your bonus action. So I'm gonna go ahead and take three shots at the leader. At the leader, okay. Yes, so, and since I am hidden, do I get advantage? Because he doesn't know I'm there, or? Um, I'll say advantage on the first attack. Okay. And then you are going to lose um, lose your, your stealth, uh, your hidden. So it's a 19 to hit on the first one, the first attack. That'll hit. For 11 damage. Okay. And then the second attack will be a 16 to hit. That will miss. And the last will be a 25 to hit. And that will hit. That's another nine damage. Perfect. Awesome. All right. That's my turn. Suddenly in the cage... You, uh, you can see that small figure stand up and start shaking the cage and says, get me out, I can help you, I can help you, it's me, Jorum, get me out of here. And that is uh, his turn. And that brings us now to the bottom of the initiative with Bert. Bottom of the initiative, screw you. <laughs> Saving the best for last, I think is what you meant to say. That's right, that's right. <laughs> um, 
Well, Bert is laughably distant from everything that's going on. So it's going to take him a little bit to get there. Um, I think what I'm going to do... I forgot to mention, sorry, um, and we'll do this um, starting next time, but if they start their turn in the cloud, they have to make the save again. Okay, so only the woman um, uh, that was attacking you will have to make it this time because the leader moved out of it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, What was the difficulty? 18, constitution. And what happens if they fail? They start throwing up and they can't take an action. Yeah, not a problem. Okay, Bert. Um, I am going to, I mean, I guess I'm going to do this. We're going to rush up here, use an action to dash so I can get there. But then I think I'm going to go ahead and action surge. Oh, there we go. So that way I can get some attacks in. And for my bonus action, let's start off with this. I'm going to use my, my fighting spirit. Um, this is a bonus action. Give myself advantage on weapon attack rolls until the end of my current turn and give myself five temporary HP. Perfect. You do all that, and before you're able to do anything else, I need you to make a dexterity save. Okay. Really good dexterity saves here. Oh, a nine. A nine. You take 24 damage as suddenly the thing that Artis and Ember both kept missing is this shimmering figure. It looks like a shield and a sword that are floating around these cages and um, as soon as you get close it whips out and smacks you with the sword dealing 20 force damage on the shield now that you're close Bert you can see a symbol of a hand that has wings on it and before you do anything else I want you to make a perception okie dokie let's do the perception check Uh, 15 Okay. as you get smacked you look over at the shield And for a split second, you're pretty sure that in the center of this palm, you see an eye open up and then close really quick. Huh. Okay. Okay. You can finish your turn now, now that I've totally, thoroughly confused everybody. No no worries. So I will go ahead and use my action surge to do the attack action. And with advantage, because I used my bonus action fighting spirit. Perfect. So this one that's standing right by the cage rolled a 25 to hit. That'll hit. Seven slashing damage. Okay. And then for the next attack, a, oh gosh, a 10 to hit. Wow. With advantage, rolled a oh. two and a three. Brutal. Well, that'll do it. Um, for that, you missed with the second shot. Yes, indeed. And that will bring us now to the top of the round. We have this armored um, this armored woman that's been attacking at Ember. She is still technically in the cloud. She has to make a constitution save difficulty 18, you said. And she failed. Yes. She is throwing up and vomiting. Can she move or just can't? Yeah, she can move. Yeah, she can move. Okay, she's going to stumble out of the... Um, out of the, uh, the circle. Um, I will whip her as she leaves my threat range. I was going to say, and she she moved through Bert's threat range, too. She moved out of his threat range, too. Ooh, okay. let's do it. So Ember got a 25 to hit. Okay, and damage? For 12 slashing damage. Nice. Bert rolled uh, 14 to hit. Uh, you managed to clink off of her armor. Okay. Okay. Um, and that's her turn. Okay, perfect. Um, Ember, you are up. You are standing toe-to-toe with the leader of this um, winged hand, um, angels, mercenaries. Okay. Um, Ember is, um, still facing off with him. 
She will mutter some words under her breath, and a number of the objects in the vicinity start coming to life and moving around. Is there anything that's like really big, like a table or a bed in the tent? Yes, yeah, in the tent. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got he's got like a desk. Like what size category would be like large or huge? Like what, what do you... size something are you looking for? So I can, I have ten points to spend, and each size category costs a different amount. Okay. Um, we'll say that the the desk is large. Okay, so that's four of the ten. Is there another large object in there? The bed. Okay, so we'll do the desk and the bed, and then two tiny objects, like a pen, okay. like an inkwell or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they all start moving towards him and start attacking him. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's awesome. Okay. So I can issue commands. Um, I think they go on my turn. Okay, well, let's just let's just have them go. Okay. So the, the desk... Um, like flips up and like crawls over to him and strikes out. Okay. It's probably going to miss. 11 to hit. That'll miss. Then the the cot flies over to him. Also a miss. That's a 10 to hit. Okay. Then the uh, the pen that he was writing with comes in and stabs at him for 21 to hit. That'll hit, yeah. Dealing uh, 7 uh, damage. <laughs> That's awesome. And then the inkwell that he was using flies at him and crits oh no for uh 14 damage oh man and so awesome. uh, the, the bed the furniture just doesn't abuse people like it used to <laughs> <laughs> yeah so the desk the cot the pen and the inkwell are floating around him attack oh gosh all right let's see that's not gonna work so it's now the leader's turn okay first off as a bonus action um, he is going to touch himself and give himself 15 hit points back. Oh, man. Ooh. Yes. Well, I mean, he's he's a, he's a freaking priest. Um, and then um, with his action, he is going to swing, swing with the mall at you, Ember, because you're closest. So that's going to be a plus seven to each of these rolls. We have um, a 22. And then another 22. Uh, so the first one, I'll do the um, silvery barbs. So he has to re-roll it. Okay. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> gosh. Okay, our dice roller has to be wrong. I just rolled <laughs> three fifteen. Let me roll that again, because that's got to be wrong. Three 15s in a row is... That's wild. What? You're, you're going to crit this time. Uh, no, 16 <laughs> instead. <laughs> All right. You might drop me with Okay. This. So that's two hits with the maul. And the maul deals 2d6 plus three... Um, oh man, this is gonna be so bad. Actually, that's six for the first hit. Oh, that's not bad. And then um, that's 11 for the second hit. But I did not add in the radiant damage. Oh. Which is gonna be another 66. Um, that is going to be 11 damage radiant. Okay. And then eight damage radiant. Okay. So a total of 19 damage radiant. You still standing? Oh, I'm still standing, but Ember is pretty darn hurt. And I've got to make a constitution save um, to keep the spell up. And I, I rolled a 12, so I think that fails. I think that fails. I think you're right. So all the furniture comes crashing to the ground? All the furniture comes crashing down. Okay, Bert, I need you to make a wisdom save difficulty 15. Okay. Come on, big money. Oh, I rolled a 2 for a 7. Oh, my so gosh. Sweet. Actually, hold on. I'm going to 
use my indomitable. You can reroll a saving throw that you fail. That's probably a good idea. Please not be a two. I rolled a one oh. for a six. <laughs> oh, this game is so broken. Oh. Is there like oh a God. DM this setting so where bad. everybody no, has to roll below a 10? I promise. Oh, man. You take 15 damage and you are blinded until the this priest's next turn. Holy junk stains. Okay. Oh my gosh. Oh golly, that is um so kind of funny. Sorry about that. Okay, so this um, it's now this um, other armored figure's turn, the male one. He sees that you are like uh, blinded. Um, I don't know, does that mean that he gets advantage against you? Uh, yeah, he gets advantage. Yeah, attack rolls have advantage. Oh my gosh, you guys. This is bad news bears. Okay, so um, shield attack first. Um, natural 20. jeez. <laughs> oh, okay, 4, 8, 14 damage. Okay. Make a strength save, difficulty uh, 15. This is your bread and butter, man. I'm gonna roll like a, I'm gonna roll like a two. Oh, I rolled a 16. Oh, oh nice. You are so lucky. Oof. Well, it doesn't matter because you're blind. He gets advantage anyway, um, but you're not knocked prone. Um, next attack is gonna be a 25 to hit. Oh yeah, that'll hit. That'll do. And that's gonna be nine damage. And then the last attack is gonna be 18 to hit. Does that hit you? Uh, yeah, that'll hit. 14 damage. Are you still standing? It's looking pretty rough, guys. Yeah? Oh, jeez. Yeah, and, um, um, Bert, you're still standing next to that, um, Guardian of Faith as well. Which means on your turn, it can whack you again. I was gonna say, before I even do anything, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's Ooh. nice knowing you guys. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, my gosh, you guys. All right, um, Hop, it is your turn. You've got Ember facing off against this uh, this leader. You've got Bert getting walloped, and it looks like you can't see. You've got this woman who had just finished throwing up over in the bushes. You got Artis hiding in the in the trees. What are you doing? Um, so the first thing Hop is going to do is going to cast a shield on Ember to give her a little bit more of a AC bump. I appreciate that. Yeah, absolutely. You look like you could use it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, and then he is going to, he is actually going to cast a firebolt at the um, person guarding those cages. Okay. 13 to hit. That will miss. Oh, my gosh. So you miss with the firebolt. Um, yeah, that's it. And that now brings us to Artis. Okay, um, does it look like this Guardian of Faith has reach? Um, yes. <laughs> 10 feet of reach. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, so does anyone know Guardian of Faith, the spell, how it works? Doesn't it do damage up to like 60 damage and then it goes away? Yes, it will deal, it'll stay there for eight hours or until it deals 60 damage. Yes. Jeez. You fail your deck save, it deals 20. You make it, it deals 10. <laughs> it's a great spell. It's a great spell. It's a great guarding spell. Nice knowing you guys. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. Oh. Okay. Jeez. Uh, okay. Artis is going to um, run around up to the other side of Bert. Okay. I'm going to grab him, and I'm going to pull him south 
away from the Guardian of Faith. So I'm using my action to grapple him and pull him down so that we'll be right next to this throwing up armored person. Perfect. Are you going to resist that, Bert? No, no, I don't think I would. And then, um, I, because I didn't do an attack on my turn, I really don't have any bonus actions that I can do, but hopefully that'll keep Bert around longer to do some damage. All right, that brings us now to the figure in the cage, who you now know is Joram. I made a roll on, on a d20, I rolled a 19, which means <laughs> you guys are kind of lucky. Um, Joram, the master thief, manages to break out of the cage, quickly moves away from the Guardian of Faith over kind of towards Ember, and is going to scoop up whatever they can find, which at this point is just a dagger, and is going to attack the leader three times. So let's see what they can do. Uh, That's two hits with a dagger, and the first one will be crit damage. So we've got three plus five, eight, 12, 15, plus four, that is 19 damage with a sneak attack against the leader. And then the second attack is just going to be a normal attack with a dagger, which is going to deal eight damage. All right. And now Joram is in the fight, which brings us down to the end of the initiative with Bert. Who is still alive. Hooray. I am still alive. <laughs> Yay. Um, I, you know, first things I'm going to do, I'm going to take a breather for a moment um, and use second wind to regain 1d10 plus nine hit points. So 14 hit points. Okay, that's great. Um, And then this was, you mentioned we got an additional magical item and I haven't ran this by you yet, Paul. So if you want to veto this, that's totally fine. But I I chose this I like that you're doing this when we're recording so that if I veto it, I just sound like a jerk. (laughs) No, I'm going to allow it. (laughs) No, it's fine. Because you know I'm keeping this in the final edit, right? Of course. No, you're good. You're perfect. No, good. What'd you get? It goes with his, with some of what's going on with his like backstory a little bit, but it's this restorative ointment. Okay. Um, basically, it has in this case five charges, and each charge is like a two d eight plus two um, restoration of hit points. Oh wow! It says as an action, you can swallow a dose or apply it to the skin, and then they get two d eight plus two hit points. Um, it also says that it ceases poisons and cures any diseases, but I think that's a little op. So I just want it for the healing effect. Right. Okay. So if that's cool with you, I'm going to, as my action, use some of this restorative ointment. Just take a swab of that and stick it in my mouth. (laughs) Perfect. All right. And I heal myself for an additional eight. Okay. Well, that now brings us to this armored figure here that you are surrounding. Artis and Bert are both surrounding this figure who is going to lash out at Bert. Bert with a shield attack. That is going to miss. That is a nine. So then now you have two spear attacks coming at you. The first one is going to be, wow, a 12. And the last one is going to be a natural one. <laughs> nice. Okay. Now you know what it feels like, huh, Paul? <laughs> well, she's still kind of, yeah, yeah, okay. You guys have hosed me way more than I've hosed you, let's be honest. Yeah, yeah um, that's fair. So it looks like she's still kind of reeling from the vomiting. Um, and she manages to miss you every single time, which brings us now to Ember. Ember, you have Joram here next to you and you are facing off against the leader of this group. Yeah, I am going to 
say to the to the rest of the party, say, I'll be right back and cast a greater invisibility on myself. Oh, man. <laughs> nice. And I will disappear. Okay. Are you going to move as well? Yeah, I will move. I'll make him make a perception check to see if he can figure it out, like that you're moving. Um, he rolled a natural seven, which with his perception, I think that's only like a nine. So I don't think he can tell that you're moving. So I'm going to run south and stand next to Hop and say, you've got this, bud. And uh, Hop, you have Bardic Inspiration on your next, uh, yeah, for the next 10 minutes. That is going to bring us now to the leader um, of this group. He looks at Joram and he says, you are such a traitor. How can you leave the winged hand? And he's going to attack at Joram. The first attack is going to hit. Um, that is going to be 25 damage to Joram. Oh, brutal. <laughs> Joram is still standing, but that is a big hit. And then with their third action, they're going to turn and cast Holy Fire on somebody. And it will be on Bert. Oh Bert my gosh, again. come on, Bert. <laughs> Make a, oh, crap. I'm sorry, the, the dice are telling their story. Oh man. Okay, Bert, oh, make man. a wizard save, difficulty 15. Okay, here we go, guys. Ooh, 22. Oh, nice. Oh, perfect, okay. You're only gonna take half of this damage and you are no longer blinded. Um, so that is going to be a total of 15, so halved to seven, seven damage. Okay, all right, all right. I can deal with that. That woke me up. <laughs> the um, the uh, other armored figure is gonna come rushing down towards Artis and Bert and is going to uh, shield attack at Artis. That's gonna be a 21 to hit you. That will hit. Strength difficulty 15. That's a five. You are prone. That is, uh, that is 10 damage to you, and then now two attacks coming with advantage. The spear, the first one, oh my gosh. Natural 20. Oh no. That's gonna be 16, that's gonna be 20 damage. Okay, I'm still up. The second one is a 22 to hit. That hits as well. That's gonna be 13 damage. Oh my goodness, I'm still up. <laughs> oh my With gosh. Two hit points. Crushness. <laughs> oh oh man, my gosh. <laughs> oh my wow. gosh. <gasps> Holy cow. All right, Hop, you are up. Holy moly. Okay, um, I think Hop is going to cast the branding smite one more time and then come in with theirs, his javelin and try to hit um, this person here who's causing all this chaos. The leader? Yes. So that's an 11 to hit and then a 19 to hit. That will hit. So it's going to do... What level smite are you doing too? You're a level nine paladin. Are you doing a level three smite? Yeah, level three. Then add 48 to the whatever you rolled in too. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god, that's a lot of ones. Okay, so total it'll be 16 damage. Oh gosh. That's actually not too bad. This guy is looking pretty hurt. Uh, and that's all I can really do right now, I think. Okay. That's going to bring us to Artis. Okay, Artis is going to spend uh, five feet of movement to kip up. Okay. And then I'm going to take... My first attack against the guy who knocked me down with my hog splitter. Okay. 
That is a 10 to hit. Second attack, a 23 to hit. That'll hit. Okay, so that's, uh, it's, uh, it's only six damage. Okay. But I'm gonna do a, a throat punch, so come back around, I guess, come around with the handle and try to hit him in the throat. Sure. So he has to make a save? Yep, it's a DC 16 con. <laughs> I rolled a 17. Okay, oh, well man. then I'm gonna follow it up with uh, the old one, two. Oh, he's also, um, I'm gonna say you're mine as well, so he gets an extra D4 of damage on that attack. So it's another three damage. And then, like I said, I'm gonna do the old one, two, so I'll, I'll follow it up with a cross. 15 to hit. That'll hit. Okay, that's another eight damage and another uh, throat punch. So another save. Another 17. Okay. This is getting ridiculous, by the way. And then last is gonna be a jab again, right for the throat, a 22 to hit for another eight damage. Yep. And another another saving throw. Uh, Stunned. Okay, all right. And so I have an ability that since I used the old one too, then I'm going to, uh, I, I basically gain the advantage of like a, a disengage action. I'm gonna move a good 40 feet away so that they can't get to me with a melee attack. Don't worry, Bert, I'll be back to help. <laughs> no, come back. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, that now brings us to Joram. Joram has this, uh, this dagger in his hand um, nobody is within threat range, so I'm trying to th- see how he can get sneak attack. I don't think he can, but he looks at this leader and he says, Ander, you've changed what we're all about. I-, I want out. I don't want to be a part of this anymore. And he's going to attack three times with a dagger. And that's going to be two hits. The first one is going to deal six, and the second one is going to deal eight. That's a total of 14 damage. Oh, man. This guy is barely hanging on. Uh, Joram is going to take the disengage as a bonus action, and he's going to move 30 feet south, heading towards the beach, and he yells out, we should probably run! And uh, that's what he's doing. It is now Bert's turn. Bert, you have two armored figures close to you. One of them is stunned. The other one tried to attack you, and she couldn't hit you. And just so you know, the leader looks very, very rough. Got it. Okay. Now, the one that's stunned next to me, do I get advantage on attacks against a stunned enemy? Yes, you do. Okay, cool. Well, I am going to go ahead and make an attack on that one. And I'm going to try my great weapon master feat to minus five from the attack roll in order to beef up, beef up the damage. No, you were right the first time. It's boof up. I'm going to boof up this damage. Boof it up the damage. Oh, gosh, you got to be kidding me. So I only rolled a 12 with advantage minus the 5. Would have only been a 7. That's a miss. They have AC 16. Okay, well, I'm going to just go ahead and have another normal attack without the Great Weapon Master. Okay. Gosh, for only a 13 to hit. Oh, jeez. That is going to miss. I'll use my bonus action, pull our master to come at this individual with the butt of the weapon as well. 19 to hit. That will hit. The old trusty butt of the weapon. Mighty butt strike. Damage is only four. I rolled a one. Everything is awful. Everything's a lie. (laughs) (laughs) 
So Joram is running. <laughs> I don't know what everybody else is gonna do. I mean, I, I'd, I'd draw a bunch of attacks, I guess, wouldn't I? You would draw one attack, because one of them is stunned, can't attack you. Um. Yeah. Okay. I'll just, I'll just start trying to, to run. All right. Uh, you're gonna get one attack of opportunity against you as you move out of this person's threat range for a 14. Oh. You. Uh, you manage to dodge aside as she swipes at you with her spear. Okay. That is going to bring us to her turn. She is actually going to um, chase after Joram as he is the one that they've been trying to capture. She says, get back here, you traitor. And there is an attack with the shield. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, my gosh, you guys. Oh, that's an 18. That's a hit. And she is going to deal um, nine damage, and he has to make a strength save and is knocked prone. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, spear attack is going to be a hit, and then another hit, but none of them are crits. That's going to be 19 more damage. Oh, golly. Okay, um, Joram is looking hurt. All right, that brings us now to Ember. Ember, who is invisibly um, invisible, but greatly. <laughs> yes, I am so great at being invisible. You can see that this leader here who is close to you, um, who is within your range of your whip, is hurting really, really bad. Okay. I This might be maybe overkill, but I'm going to I'm gonna take uh, one step north, so I'm just, just in front of Hop there, and I'm going to whisper at him and say, A friend of mine told me Aramiel really filled out some apple-bottom jeans. <laughs> And um, that'll be another... You should have seen those boots with the fur. <laughs> that'll be another um, Dissonant Whispers. He's got to do a DC 18 whiz save. And this is level three. Oh, gosh. That's a failure. How much damage is this? This is 19 damage, and he has to run as a reaction as far away from me as possible. Um, you see this, this man, this Ander, grab his head... Are shaking, no, not Eremil, and poof, head pops, and Ander falls down dead. Wait, his head pops? That's rad. <laughs> Guys, I've never done it like that before. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right. And uh, then I'll, I'll shout um, out to um, Bert and say, Bert, hang on. I know you can, you can keep fighting and I'll give you um, Bardic Inspiration. Yay! What's the D, or the dice size of D8? D8, yeah. Cool. All right. Um, well, you know what? Uh, this guy is dead. That guy is stunned. We are at Hop's turn. Hell yeah. Okay, so Hop is going to grab this person who was in the cage, pick him up and throw him over my shoulders, and just kind of try to run away from... Uh, the last of these people who are not doing so well anyway. Perfect. All right, you are going to take one attack with the spear as you as uh, you run by, um, and it does hit, dealing uh, 13 damage. You're still standing. I, I'm still standing. That's the first time I've taken damage. Oh gosh. Oh. All right. Oh. <laughs> so, you, so the rest of us were getting a disproportionate amount of damage dealt to us. Yeah, yes, I'm sitting on single digits here. Oh, gosh. I got two. <laughs> so you grab Joram, you put him up over your shoulder, and I think you're able to actually move off the map. Um, very good. So actually, that brings us then to Artis. Artis, it's your turn. 
You know, as I see my allies leaving, I'm gonna say, come on, Bert, let's get going. I'm just gonna run off the map as well. Cool, all right. And that brings us now to Bert. So now what's on the map, we have two armored people. One of them is still stunned until, actually no, one of them's not stunned anymore because now Artis is gone. Um, one of them just kind of, the, the man just kind of gets his wits back about him. Um, and the uh, the woman is um, standing kind of in the in the trees, uh, trying to chase after you guys, but the leader is dead. And then we have Ember who is um, invisible um, and pretty much undetectable. So Bert, what are you gonna do? You're here towards the Southern end of the map. I guess, you know, seeing that she kind of vanished, I think Bert's gonna take that as his cue to be like, all right, it's time to get out of here and he'll go ahead and, and leave as well. All right, and so I think that that is going to basically, at this point, cue victory music. Yay. Tentative victory music. It doesn't have to be a, a clear victory. I was going to say, it, I don't feel very victorious, guys. Trust me, I feel your pain. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, so, Ember, I'm guessing that you're going to follow along. Yeah, I'll follow along, but I'll I'll do another dissonant whisper on the armored one as I'm okay. running past. <laughs> you just kind of, like, pick them off a little bit with these crazy spells as you're invisible for the next uh, 45 seconds or whatever. Yeah. We'll just keep going. I think that these armored folk are just kind of shocked by what just happened. You guys just showed up, decimated their leader, freed their prisoner, and left them reeling. Um, these, uh, the winged hand, um, angels, mercenaries. Um, you guys rush back south, uh, back to the beach, to your waiting rowboat. And as you, um, as you get in your rowboat and start rowing across, uh, Joram uh, starts talking to you and he says, oh, I, I was really worried nobody would get my get my letter but uh i appreciate you coming to get me I, I really do i i have to get to marlock i've got i've got i've got something i have to do something i i should have done a long time ago and what's that we will see we are going to fast forward a little bit of time you guys row back across this little um straight uh, to another island where you have a boat that is waiting for you. Um, you get back on it and sail to the city of Marlek. As uh, you guys have been sailing now for just for a couple of days with Joram, you get to know him a little bit better. You find out that, yeah, he was a part of the um, the, the Winged Hand, um, this uh, the Angel's Mercenaries, for, for years. Um, and as they became more devoted to Inevitability and Iramil, it became less and less a place he wanted to be. And he decided he needed to get back to uh, to his family, and he keeps talking about um, this daughter that he has. Uh, her name is is Jet, and um, the reason why he has to get back to Marlek is because um, he heard from some family that um, she's about to finish her training um, at the Temple of the Stars, and she is going to begin um, her work as you know quote unquote a, a priest. Um, as well as an astronomer. And so he wants to get there in time to see her um, celebrate her, her achievements. You guys are now in the city of Marlick. It is a beautiful morning, late morning, as you, your ship comes in to port. You guys race off the dock. You go with Jor uh, Joram up to the um, up to the Temple of the Stars just in time to see 
this stage is set up and you see all these people standing around um, and clapping as different names are announced. And um, these initiates, these people who've been training in astronomy here at the Temple of Stars, they start to walk up to receive like congratulations and they receive some kind of a diploma. And just as you are getting there, you can hear them call out a name. They say, Jet Ikel. And you see this small figure walk up and collect their diploma. And Joram says, I made it. I got to see her. I got to see my jet, my little, my little jetterbug. And <laughs> yeah, Matt, you got it. <laughs> keep, keep going, keep going. <laughs> After the ceremony is over, you can see that a lot of these graduates are sitting around talking with different people. And um, you are, you're accompanying Joram um, up towards this group that Jet is in. Uh, you can hear some conversation going on. You hear Jet say something to the effect of, you know, this has been really hard, you know, because it's just been me and my mom. I, I, I never really knew my dad. He left a long time ago. And at that, Joram steps up and he, and he pulls his hood back and he looks her in the eyes and he says, <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> He looks her in the eyes and he says, I will be your father figure. And she looks at him and she says, Dad, is that you? And he kind of holds out his hand. And then she kind of tentatively... <laughs> she kind of tentatively puts her tiny hand in his. And then Joram repeats and he says, I will be your father figure. And she says, I've thought about this moment so many times. I have so many things in my brain that I've wanted to say to you. And he says, anything you had in mind? To which she shakes her head, no. And then he says, I will be your father figure and, and I have had enough of crime. And she rushes in and gives him a big hug. And he puts his hand on the back of her head and he says, and I will be the one who loves you till the end of time. Flash forward a couple more minutes. Um, Jet has um, uh, made her peace with her father, at least for the time being. They're going to start their relationship. But um, Joram takes you, Joram Eichel, by the way. His name is Joram Eichel. Joram Eichel? Joram Michael. George Michael. Joram Michael. Okay, anyway, um, he takes you to this uh, small abandoned building here in Marlek, and he takes you down to the basement. He unlocks it, and he shows you this room, and it is full of treasures. Different boxes of coins and tapestries and paintings, and as he shows you what he has offered to pay you. Um, he turns around and he leaves the room. As the four of you stand in there, you step in and you start looking around the room and Bert, as you're standing there, you see the one thing you've been looking for. You bend over and you pick up a key and you hold it up for the other three in your group. And you know that this will take you on the next step of your journey.
And that is where we are going to end it for tonight. Oh, I don't know geez. if anybody else picked up on what I was trying to throw down. <laughs> oh, I go over just a couple of the clues. Yeah, I, well, oh, when, gosh. when we were talking about dancing and, and somebody said, you're never going to dance again. You're like, wait, what did you say? Yes. And then I was like, wait a second. You keep saying that they're the winged hand angels mercenaries. <laughs> Wham? Wham? Come on. Oh, gosh. And the leader's name was Ander. And he never said his last name, but his name is Ander O. Ridgefield. Andrew <laughs> Ridgefield. <laughs> Oh my goodness. So yes, you guys have just played through um, the story of George Michael leaving Wham and then writing Father Figure. Oh man. I love it. Wow. Jeez. I hope that you guys know what song I was even talking about. Um, Father Figure by George Michael. Go look it up. It's a great song. You'll probably recognize it once it starts playing. Okay, that was a lot of fighting and almost dying for a really bad joke. But <laughs> here's the deal, guys. The key is the key. The JV team now has the key that they were looking for. Ooh. If you have any theories about that, go ahead and put them in the Discord. That'd be fantastic. We'd love to hear from you guys out there. So to all you dads and grads out there, we hope you have a great month. Dads, happy Father's Day. Grads, congratulations on your achievements and go check out our discord. We love being on there and talking with our fans, but also go check out our Patreon. If you become a patron of us, then we will be the ones who love you till the end of time. Until we get together next time, we hope you have a great time. <laughs>